This is Chad Brashears, and you're listening to Never In My Wildest Dreams podcast. This podcast is creating a behind-the-scenes look with athletic coaches, mental coaches, and life coaches as we try to give you new ways, thoughts, and ideas to better your life. My goal is for you to discover what's possible in your own life. Whether you wish to create an amazing career or you're looking to solve specific issues within your life, these episodes will give you the tools you need to take your life to the next level. Now allow yourself a break from everyday chaos and let us step into your world and help you become a better version of yourself each day. Never in my wildest dreams podcast begins in three, two, one. Hey everybody, this is Chad and you're listening to Never in My Wildest Dreams podcast. Looking forward to today's episode. We're going to talk a little bit about some different distinctions that will help you be better suited for a better life. What I want to talk about today is the difference between success and happiness. I've talked to many people about wanting both of these things, yet they don't have a very clear defined definition in their mind. In fact, most people never separate these two things as in these two words. They make them mean the exact same thing. I think it's part of our culture where we have this energy of striving towards success because there's this promise of happiness at the end of the rainbow. If you think about real successful people, who comes to your mind? Usually the people that have made a lot of money, created massive corporations, or become really famous people both professionally as like an athlete, an actor, a singer, something of that, or those who have created empires. I think it's pretty normal for all of us to default that success means that you've made a lot of money and a lot of people know exactly who you are. The other one seems to be if you've achieved success in a certain profession, that means you have a PhD, a doctorate, or something along those lines, a label to kind of specify the success that you've had in that world. Maybe it's a corporate executive or an attorney. There seems to be labels of success. They seem to go along with those professions. I think that's part of the reason why that people typically think that success comes with a high salary. Thinking about the word success and being successful are huge associations with money and being able to purchase things that demonstrate that success. Talking about how successful you truly are. But here's the question that I really want you to ask yourself. How do you define success? The other question is how do you define happiness? And is it really associated with success for you, or do you want it to be associated with other things? Or are they really one and the same? Of course, I had to go to Webster's to find out what they determined as success by definition. What is success? Success is defined as the accomplishment of a name and attainment of popularity or profit, which it thought was fascinating and attaining prosperity. This is how success is defined. So in contrast, I look at what is happiness? How is happiness defined? Happiness is defined by a feeling of contentment, delight, or being pleased. These are the different definitions. I think it is extremely important to distinguish the difference between them and to find out what really is important for yourself and how you define it. If you are going to go with success as accomplishment of an aim, then you have had the aim in the first place, which is thinking about how many people you help or the job that you're trying to truly get. How will you know when you truly achieve success if you aren't clear in defining your aim? How will you know when you have attained it? If you aren't one defining your success, 
Who is defining it? I want you to really, really think about that. Many of us aren't deliberate enough about these terms or in terms of thinking about them in our own life, and we struggle to not call ourselves successful because we're not meeting some aim that society puts on us or what our parents might define as success or what other people in your life define as success. You need to decide what you're aiming for and be specific about that because then and only then you will know that you attained it and you'll be able to call yourself successful. Have you set yourself up to be successful or in some way have you been denying yourself the success? This is the same with happiness. What are you waiting for? If happiness is a feeling of contentment and if you've been listening to this podcast or other podcasts and you understand my philosophy and kind of how I teach my feelings and how they're created within my mind, if happiness is a feeling, then it's always available to us. It's available to us by choice, and we choose to think about it or not think about it. Then we allow ourselves to feel happy and be that way on a consistent basis. Or have you gotten yourself all tied up in the idea that success and happiness are one and the same? Are you postponing your happiness until you have achieved success? That's a question I want you to ask yourself. And when we come back right after this, we're going to dig deeper into it. Three, two, one. Welcome back to Never In My Wildest Dreams podcast. As a teacher, I deal a lot of times with younger individuals. And the one thing that they spend a lot of time doing is chasing somewhat of a vague, undefined success. And they postpone their happiness until they've achieved the success. They spend most of their time beating themselves up for not achieving this thing that they can't even truly put a finger on and denying themselves the happiness. This is what I really want to talk about. I really want to talk about these concepts and some ideas to really start using in your life so instead of fighting against your happiness, you can truly start becoming happy. First, I want you to think about what is what you really, really want in life. Do you want success and why? Do you really want happiness and why? Now, believing that you need to be successful in order to be happy is thinking about as backwards as you possibly can. There have been many positive psychology studies with a lot of scientific research, and one of them talks about happiness and how happiness leads to success not the other way around, which we so often think about, that success will make you happy. Now let's take a step back and look at our society and take a snapshot of those who supposedly are successful that are actually miserable. They have all the trappings of success. They have the money, the fame, tremendous number of fans, extremely talented, very successful in their career, yet they are absolutely miserable on drugs, going to rehab, contemplating suicide. But on the outside, from our perspective, we look at them more like that's what we want to be. How can it be explained that if success is something that's supposed to bring you so much happiness, it's the exact opposite? In terms right now with sports, John Moran is one that we can bring up and kind of talk about a little bit as an example. But he was so eager to be successful. And After he became successful, he seemed to have lost his way and what it took to achieve that success. He's really going down this spiral and this bad path now because what made him successful, the grind, 
he totally lost track of it and now he's only living on the money and the fame that comes from it. A lot of us think, oh, I want to be famous and make a lot of money because that's what is going to be the best life for me instead of focusing on our, our own happiness and why we want to be happy. And then once we figure that out, the success will then determine exactly what we consider successful. I do think it's important to note, though, in my own life, I've done a lot of work on my happiness, finding happiness in moments and without achieving anything additional in my life. I've really worked hard at this concept, and it really doesn't get better than any moment than the one that you deem as successful. My capacity for happiness is 100% right now, and I'm in a space that I am completely content. And for the first time in my life, that contentment relies on things that have zero monetary value or value as in a thing that I'm chasing to get. I have noticed when I set big goals for myself to chase big dreams that the thinking kind of takes me out of happiness and almost puts me in a desire for success and out of the rhythm of happiness. I have to jolt myself out of this. I think this is part of the process though. I think this is the fact that I don't think happiness is something that we should air for all the time and success is something we should air for all the time. That's the wrong thinking. That's how I was brought up to think. That's how when I first got in the business world, that's what they tried to tell you. Go make six figures, you'll be happy. Go get this car, you'll be happy. Join the country club, you'll be happy. But at the end of the day, what I should have been chasing was happiness, enjoyment to go to work every single day, looking forward to taking care of my clients or my students, looking forward to working with coworkers, and my family being the most important piece of that happiness. Then at the end of the day, all the success would have dropped exactly where it was supposed to. You know, I brought it up a lot on this podcast, negative emotion, being out of character, struggling, all the stuff that I've actually kind of dealt with and lived with in my life and trying to push myself to get through all of that. Um, sometimes my mind just sticks in the fear moments, the doubt, doubting people, doubting myself, doubting other things. Um, and dealing with these emotions is never easy because I've always thought, and I still do to a point, but I've gotten a lot better with it, that success will take me out of a happiness place because part of the process is I keep going after something that's not attainable, and I believe that if I can get to like a certain point, maybe happiness is on the other side. And professionally is where I'm talking about, not in my personal life, but professionally, I don't ever let success make me happy because I always want to know when the next shoe is going to drop. And unfortunately, living in that mindset is extremely difficult sometimes. And I'm sure I'm a pain in the ass to a lot of close people to me sometimes. But you're always waiting for the next bad thing to happen. So you almost don't want to be nearly as successful because then you don't have to worry about it and the happiness just stays exactly where it's at. So let me give you the rundown on my own definitions of success and how I like to think about both of these terms because I think it will kind of help you get your mind around how you want to think about these terms. And that's the important part, how you can think, how can I help you think?
For me, happiness is a feeling I create within my own mind. It's a choice that's always available to me. It does not mean this is a choice that I always want to make or get to make, but it's always there. I know that happiness is available and within me every second of every day right now. I do not need to achieve a thing. I do not need anything outside of my life in order to achieve this. I have it. I experience it right now. Success, on the other hand, is something I define and achieve deliberately in my own terms. It is not determined by happiness, but rather by manifestation of it. I already think of myself as successful because all the stuff that I've been through in my life and still being here on this earth and being able to do what I do every single day is a success, a huge success if you know all the little minute details of my life. But I do have goals that I've set and I do plan on achieving them. Not because I believe it's going to make me happy, because it's the next step in evolving and becoming a better person every single day. And I keep talking about that with myself and with you guys, being the best version of myself and living my best life. By starting with happiness and the abundance that is there, the excitement that there, I'm intrigued every single day to want to feel happy even more and feel the emotion even more and become even more content. But to me, this is now a mindset. This is a space in my mind that I have to go to where happiness is consistently there and I choose to want to feel happy. And no matter what, I've got to find a way to get to that point. Even if it's a completely shit day, I need to stop, reset the brain and get back. What is good? How great is it? Let's go be happy. And I'm not talking about a bank account or getting in a car to drive home. I'm talking about the good things in your life that drive you every day. They're still there. You can be having a shitty day. They're still there. Got to reset the mind, get back to those. This takes a lot of practice and managing in your own mind to be able to create patterns to get through this and to fight through this. And I think that's important because a lot of people don't understand the work that I've made and the work that it takes to get there. But if you truly, truly want real happiness, you're going to have bad days. Let's face it. We all do, right? We're human. But are you going to let a bad day dictate a bad week? Or are you going to let a bad couple hours dictate a bad couple hours? And then you have a good day because you realize, reset what exactly is good in your life. Now, once you're able to pretty consistently do this and you start setting goals of higher achievement in your life and you really start putting yourself out there in terms of what you want to achieve again, not for any reason other than it's something that you feel needs to come within you, not happiness, but the achievement, the satisfaction, then it will start bringing up that fear, that doubt, that frustration, which seems to be a direct contradiction to your happiness. I get to feel that a lot and I do feel that a lot. See, part of the process of achieving success is finding a way to process those emotions and therefore throughout the patterns that we build, we're able to get to the next level of success. Here's how this works. When you set a goal that you don't believe you can achieve, which we all do, we really start working against ourselves with negative emotion, negative patterns. But once you are able to find that equilibrium and happiness, again, that 
swagger, that confidence, the contradiction goes away because now you're actually able to use that fear and channel it in a way that you can become much more successful. Because if your goal is happiness and the only way to get that goal, you can't feel any frustration, doubt, or fear. You're going to think that you're heading in the wrong way. Once the fear, frustration, and doubt pop up, you need to run away from those. So the truth is when you're heading in the exact right way because you're evaluating your process and you're going through patterns and emotions, you're talking yourself to the next level. Once you finally get there and achieve that goal in the next level of success, it'll feel that much better. And once you feel that way, the next thing you get talking or thinking about is the monetary value that comes with success. And yes, the money is the root of all evil. I truly believe that is actually, you know, something that's said and been canned for a very long time. And the truth with money is this. I deal with a lot of students who struggle at home financially and are told a lot of, if you achieve money, you will be happier. If they could just get more money, they would be happier. Maybe it's a belt. Maybe it's a pair of shoes. It's a backpack. And we're talking name brands. We're not talking like coach. We're talking kids in my school want to wear Gucci belts and Louis Vuitton belts and Balencia shoes. And they have no jobs, mind you. But they want to wear $1,000 tennis shoes because it is a status point of happiness for them. In fact, that place of happiness, they'll create from a place of fear, struggle, and then they indulge themselves in finding the first thing that's really not happiness to them because it'll go away as soon as something happens to their shoes they don't wear them anymore. But to them, that exact second, money drove the happiness. If we focus on happiness, we'll remind ourselves that it's always something that we can create and we set up the rules by ourselves. Remember that. Second, we talk about happiness again and how to be very specific. We define what it means as success to us. We define our aim, our goal, and how we are going to attain it. If you're anything like me and you set up things in your mind and you play back challenges in your mind all the time, you'll jump through a bunch of obstacles and stress, which makes life difficult. The goal is to figure out how to navigate those and make life more interesting in a positive way. But remember, it's okay to be knocked away from happiness for a moment. And this is part of life. One of the questions I get a lot of time from my students when I start talking about concepts of being successful and happiness, if I can be happy right now and find contentment right here, right now, why would I ever be focused on being successful? Why would I even want to put myself in that position? What I found out from this is that the place of contentment, there's part of us that's like a seed that we can't help ourselves but to burst out and bloom in excitement right away because we feel that happiness or that one thing makes the boom, bloom occur. But it's like nature, it can evolve. And we can evolve through pain and we can evolve through discontentment and unhappiness and we can evolve that back into becoming happy once again. I found in me that for this evolvement and the success of this evolvement has actually taken a lot longer than I thought it was going to. But that's not a bad thing because the happiness that I've earned and found has been through the grind 
of wanting to find out what truly makes me happy and makes me tick to have a great day. It's also quicker when you define success and have a very clear goal so that you know that you achieved it. You've made your aim, you've attained it, and then you allow yourself the acknowledgement to say, I am successful. To feel the emotion that comes along with this acknowledgement and this achievement, it is pure happiness. And that's the one thing that I've really tried to work hard for in this life now is pure happiness. You know, being a former coach, it was one of those things where you you won a game on a Friday night and Saturday morning at 8 o'clock, you're on to the next game. And I remember talking with Gary Williams at the Basketball Hall of Fame in 2017, and I asked him, you know, if there was something he could do differently within his career or change a little bit, what would be one thing you would change? And Gary was pretty cool when he said this, and I thought it was awesome. And I get to think a lot about it. And now that I've taken this role in trying to help others, I definitely think about it. Stop and smell the roses. Because he said he would love to enjoy the wins more and not chase down the next thing. And, you know, I, I use another analogy. We're here in March Madness, right? Joe Dooley, who was an assistant coach for Bill Self at Kansas when they won the championship when Mario Chalmers hit the three to put into overtime against Memphis. And I was speaking with Joe at a Houston Final Four, kind of similar conversation, just kind of having some beers, enjoying their company. And the one thing Joe said was the first thought that came to his mind after they won the national championship wasn't that we just won. It was... I don't have anybody else to prepare for. I don't have another scout to set up. I don't have another game film to watch. They became robots within winning a national championship that the joy of winning the national championship was almost overshadowed by the fact that the robotic work, they didn't know what to do next. So you know yourself better than I know myself. And I tell these stories because you know what you battle more than I do during a daily basis. But I want you to think about a couple things. You know, if the goal was to make $100,000 a year and you feel like you achieved that success, will you be forever happy because you made $100,000 a year? If you achieve your ideal weight, are you going to stop going to the gym now that you reached it? Or are you going to continue to go to the gym maybe daily or a couple times a week? Going to hit the, the trail running? you know, lift weights, whatever you do to get to that ideal weight, are you going to stop because you hit the weight or are you going to continue to grind through? Because happiness never comes from the actual result. It comes from the process. And that process evolves as you achieve different layers of success within yourself. And that's how you really truly start to define who you are to yourself. You know, I heard Mel Robbins say one time, the best advice she was ever given is the next time you're in the bathroom and you look at yourself in the mirror, give yourself a high five. Because at the end of the day, you have to take care of you and you know exactly what's going to make you happy more than anybody else on this planet. I do want to leave you with a couple things that I think about and definitely have been able to add to my life. The happier you are, the more creative you'll be the more excited you'll be, the more tapped into life you're going to be, the more you're going to be able to do whatever you want to do successfully because your life is not going to be a 
need to achieve this, you already have it and everything else is going to happen. Don't chase happiness with action. Happiness does not come from action. It comes from results. Your happiness comes from your mind and how you feel. When you create that happiness, that's when you take the action and that's when you get the results of success, if that's truly what you want. Make sure you've defined success based on what you want in your life, what you want to achieve. I'm going to end this by being really clear about understanding your why. When you start defining what is you and what you want and mean in success, ask yourself why. Why is this what you want? Make sure you really like your answer because remember, you can change your own answer and it's your life, nobody else's. Make sure you set these goals and aims that you put yourself into becoming a successful person attainable and make them defined as who you are as a person. Make sure you're going to like who you end up on the other side of this deemed success that you're going to go after and achieve. Know that all the way during this and after this, happiness will be there. But remember that happiness and success are two totally different things and are achieved in completely different ways. Do not be confused nor mix them up. I'd love to know what you would deem as success for you and how you want to achieve it in your own life. And I want you to think about that as we move on because we are at a time of year in March Madness for me and you know, looking forward to next school year already as we're in the process of kind of going through that whole process in school of obtaining classes and all that kind of stuff. You, you look at it and you say, what is success to me? What is happiness to me? Is making the Sweet 16 happiness? Is FDU knocking off Purdue happiness? Or is it success? Because I saw pure elation the other night from those guys. And that elation came from the result. The happiness of playing the way that they want to play and doing what their coach asked them to do out of respect was able to get them the success of knocking off Purdue. Thank you for listening to Never In My Wildest Dreams podcast. We will be back next week and I look forward to talking to you then.